Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Good afternoon, Perfect Timers. Good afternoon, Christy. Um, I'm sitting outside right now. What are you doing? Are you inside or outside? I can't tell. I'm sitting in our like annex that we call it the annex, but it's like our garage slash barn slash we have two guest bedrooms out here. Nice. Um, Cool. Well, we are, I don't know, it's supposed to be like super hot today and then we got that weird storm. So I feel like it's not that bad. So I'm outside while we can. Um, hope everybody's doing great and having a great week. If your kids are back in school, if you have kids, I hope they're getting settled. Christy starts homeschool tomorrow. Woo-hoo. I'm nervous. I feel like super, um, you know, I'm just like treading into a new territory. Like I feel very vulnerable and nervous and like I'm entering kindergarten also, you know, <laughs> you are. you're retaking kindergarten. I am. Will I pass or will I fail? <laughs> it comes with the homeschool territory. Kindergarten's the best. You get to play and learn. Yeah, no, I am excited. Like when I boil it down, there's no need to be nervous or have, feel pressure. It's just, you know, it's just the the newness of it all. And like, you know, tomorrow we have co-op. So we're going and meeting a group of new people that like will that we're gonna spend every Friday with from like now till spring. And so like, will we like them? Will they like us? like Duh. all those thoughts and feelings that I'm trying not to uh project onto Ruby and I'm just trying to <laughs> feel like it's gonna inside. be great it's gonna be so yeah. fun yes <laughs> yeah I that's fun that you have it on Friday yeah I, I guess it's fun so part of me is like wishes it wasn't just because if we wanted to do a long weekend somewhere like that's which is kind of the beauty of homeschooling like yes. And so then it's like, well, I guess we can just do a long weekend that carries into Monday, you know? Yeah. But aren't you guys going to be, you'll be done by lunch though. So you can duck out after that. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess I just feel like, I think ours was Monday and I feel like we woke up like, but you know, now they're in school every day this week and Abel's like, do we go again tomorrow? Like, yep. That's (laughs) that's how I feel about trying to pick a day to go to work. I'm like, well, Friday's not good because it's like almost the weekend. (laughs) And Monday's not good because I'm tired from the weekend. And then Tuesday's just like kind of a weird day. Wednesday may be a good day. Like I like there's no good day. You know, there's always something. So you just gotta do it. Well, I'm excited oh. for you guys. I think it'll be awesome. And Thanks. that'll be so fun. Um anything else we need to catch up on before we dive into our really hard topic? No, let's dive. I mean, okay. I guess well, I I mean I could talk all day about like, you know, I don't did I tell you guys on here that I was um, healing up that rooster. Did we talk about that? Okay. I'll give you a rooster update. He is back out in the wild and I'm just so I'm proud. I'm proud of myself for that because, um, that was a lot of work and I healed him up and he's back outside. So that's That's good. Yeah. Um, and I'm also quickly learning that if people catch wind that you love animals and have a farm, it's very tempting for me 
lots of people have contacted me this week asking if I could take a spare cat or an extra goat or another dog. And it's really tempting for me to say yeah to all of the animals because I love them. But also like I need to, I'm learning quickly that I need to put like strong boundaries in place for um, who who I'm allowing through the f- threshold of my farm. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Because, um, oh, I'm borrowing that from the lighthouse. She said that about like oh, yeah, yeah. allowing mm-hmm. the door. Um, so sa- applying that same Absolutely. Uh, philosophy to the farm. But um, we had a, someone ask if I wanted to bottle feed a kitten. And then someone else wants me to take their like livestock guardian dog. And so anyway, um, figuring that out. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, oh, and we got, we're, we got two cows. We're getting two. I saw minutes. your cows. I'm obsessed. I want to come hang out with them. They look yeah, I, so cute. Oh, I can't wait. I like, you know, I don't know how much you know about the mini Highland cows or Highland cows in general, but they're like insanely trendy. Cute. I mean, they're cute. So like, I think people like them because they're cute, you know, like all cows are beautiful, but these just are fuzzy and like look like little teddy bears. And, um, I've wanted them for a while and I didn't think that there were any mini Highland cows available in Ohio. Like you, a lot of times you have to go to Texas or like, I don't know. I follow Madison Vining on Instagram and she drove to Indiana to get them. And I'm pretty sure they were like, she paid like $15,000 for her cow, which is, I I mean, I I shouldn't say that. I I tried to like Google her price that she paid and I think it was wrong. (laughs) You're guessing. Um, you well, you can see their it's yeah, auction. You told, yeah, you told me because yeah. I asked you what the range was. Oh my gosh! So anyway, long story long, they're so hard to get, and like this one just kind of fell upon us, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm so excited. I can't wait to bring her home. She's gonna be. I feel like I'm just gonna be living in the field with her, honestly, because gosh. I love her so much. What? When does she come? Well, we don't have any fencing, so there's that. And then also we have to, um, we're also getting another cow from them because you can't just get one cow. They need like a, a buddy. Okay. Um, so we're getting a, a little, a male cow who is, is not going to be a bull. He will not be able to reproduce because um, they're too aggressive. So he's called a steer. I'm sure you've heard of a steer that just, they can't reproduce. Um but he's a baby. So as soon as he's weaned off, which is September 1st, he could be weaned off from his mama. And then, um, we have to get fencing put in and we're having someone come out on Monday for that. So oh, nice. anytime, yeah. Anytime after September one. Okay. So fun. Well, yay! Yeah. Your farm is growing at a rapid yeah. rate. I don't have any animals to pawn off on you though. So <laughs> good you can come um, visit please don't bring me any more animals we're kind of Seth made me promise no more animals in 2023 oh. <laughs> like okay okay well yeah deal deal except for our our hen is about to hatch some chicks so <laughs> well that's um on her that doesn't count yeah that's on her all right um let's talk about what we're all here for which is like mindset stuff shall mindset we? okay so this topic is kind of interesting it just like popped up but um christy and i are not masters at this but we're just going to talk about it because we found it interesting 
There is a quote, like a phrase that says, I stopped venting to people when I realized that vents go into other rooms. Mm, boom, mic drop, boom. I love that we're going to talk about this today because sometimes after I stop podcasting on here, and maybe this is just my own insecurity, but I leave the mic and I'm like, dude, I just made myself sound like a know-it-all arrogant a-hole. Like I feel like sometimes I, and maybe I pick topics that I like, that I feel like I've done well with. That way I feel like I can speak to it. Today, however, is the opposite. I am, this is, this is where I struggle. So let's just be like super vulnerable here, shall we? Yeah. Like, man. I think like the notion, okay. So the notion that like venting, obviously like talking about something that's bugging you can talk, like say we're doing that to one person can then have a trickle effect, trickle effect to like how far you don't know. So choose wisely and the people that you quote unquote vent to or share your personal struggles with. And I don't think it's all just putting it on them. That's one part of it is knowing that what you say could then like be told to other people, taken out of context, whatever. But the other part is like, how much time are we spending focusing on things that bug us rather than getting past that. And that's a mindset shift. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like, yeah. So like to dial it back for a second, like obviously, you know, some form of venting can be constructive and healthy maybe, but I feel like it's one of those things that's like way overutilized. And oftentimes people can say things that are unproductive and label it as venting to kind of like slap it with like a, I'm just trying to help myself kind of a thing when really a, it's not productive period. And two, it's probably not and B a and two a and B it's probably not helping you either. Cause you're spending time on something that you probably should have just let go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Way easier said than done because I'm super, I, I feel like I have to vent everything or I can't move <laughs> forward. Seriously. Well, and I think like maybe you can break this down into obviously there's different scenarios, but I think like some of it's hard because I think you and I are both like this, like external processors. So yes. I don't do that internally. I really have to say it out loud to get through the things that I'm struggling with or working through. And I don't do that to myself. I'll either like talk to Justin or call a friend. Um, and some of that is just about my own stuff, you know? And so I think like, if you're, do you want to call that venting? Like, this is why I'm struggling, but I think the toxic or the bad slash dangerous venting is when we find fault with everyone around us. And then we go talk about everyone around us as if like, it's all not a big deal. Well, and I think the slippery slope with, with quote unquote venting is just exactly what you said. If you are, if you, if you exercise that venting muscle, what you're subconsciously doing is training yourself to look for the things that frustrate you, right? Like you're, you start, it's like, 
It's like if you see, if you learn about like a new yellow car and then you start seeing that new yellow car everywhere, it's because you've given energy to it. So if you give energy to something that frustrates you, then in every situation, you're going to find something that frustrates you. You know, like I just, I feel like you just, you exercise that muscle and then it's just becomes your world. Yeah. Um, And I think like, then you attract people that also want to do that. And I think like, another thing is like, what is the purpose? And not that we're perfect people, but if you are quote unquote venting or telling somebody something in hopes that they can offer you a solution or help you make like be a better person or come to some sort of like epiphany. I honestly think that's great because you're wanting to work through something. You're wanting to better the situation. Maybe it's talking with somebody and like confronting a situation. Like I think that is actually like healthy to do, but the problem lies when we aren't looking for solutions, we're just like, you know, like looking for validation. Like a lot of times, yeah, like we just want to like that friend who like wants to talk about something, but then you offer your opinion and you can tell they just like, they're not there for that. They're there for validation and not advice or, or, you know, whatever. And so sometimes that's what it becomes is just you looking for validation. Like maybe you're unsure of something or feeling insecure. And so you're just outwardly talking under the guise of venting, looking for validation. Yeah, that's good. I think that's true. I mean, and listen, we're all human, like people do it. And I think, um, it's not in itself. I think everyone should have people in their lives that they love and trust and can like be real with. And so if that means that your best friend is there for you to like, sometimes be like, Oh, this is what's going on. That's what a best friend is for. Um, I just think like, I know for myself, it's a focus on a negative versus a positive thing. And like you said before, I think it becomes like when it becomes such a way that we're looking at things through a lens of like, that's bothering me. And this is frustrating me. I just think it's a trickle effect that we start to see things like that. Um, and then it gets harder to let things go, you know, like things that shouldn't be taking up headspace start to bother us. Yes, totally. And I think, yeah. So like, the antidote for venting is just <clears throat> is just focusing in on it's not necessarily ignoring feelings at all it's just acknowledging them i'm please i'm preaching to myself like acknowledging whatever's frustrating you maybe instead of saying it out loud journal it or pray about it you know like when you vent to God, it doesn't leave that room. That's where it stays, you know, like pray about it or journal it. And then if it's something that really still needs to be like discussed, then discuss it or, you know, go to your spouse or your best friend, or maybe just go directly to the person and have a really uncomfortable, hard conversation about it. Um, And then, you know, instead focus on like five things that went well during that meeting or that day at the office or whatever, you know, list out five things, like consciously make a choice to think about five great things instead of that one not so great thing or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's so funny because I, 
I feel like this is such a topic that like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, I think people struggle with in general of like, just wanting to get everything off their chest. And it's not like we said, inherently like a bad thing. And I think you just want to process with someone, but, um, and don't you think that like, well, at least in my marriage, like men are, my set is wired so differently in this department. Like I've had like friendships in the past where I've vented to him about certain things. And like, he'll just like, look at me with like a genuinely confused look and say like, why are you still friends with her? Like, he's like, if you're, if it's bothering you this much, like, why don't you distance yourself a little bit? Like, you know, because in a man's world, I don't think men, do men vent like, like women do. I mean, I guess that's a huge generalization, but I just I feel like in general. Like in my, well, I do have a lot of men in my life, some small, one older one. Um, I think at least when, if my experience with Justin, like everything is way more simple, yeah. it's just simple, you know, like if he has a, if he, I mean, he doesn't have like friend conflicts, but if he did, it would be like, Hey dude, this is what's up. And they'd be like, Oh shoot. Okay. And they'd fix it. And it'd just be like, not a big deal. Yeah. Well, they, because they just, like, what? They just don't give emotional weight to stuff like we do. Yeah. Right. And like, I think like maybe they give people the benefit of the doubt or don't overthink it or stew on it. Um, I think women are notorious for like reading into things or misunderstanding. And then you're just like not asking for clarification. And we talked about this last time. Like some of that is on us. Like if we are the ones that are stewing about something, then that's on us to say, Hey, this bothered me. So if you're venting about a situation that you're not willing to go talk to the person, I think like the hard truth is that's on that's on you. And so that's probably going to keep repeating until you somehow break that you know, cycle. Yeah. What's, what? Like break like that cycle. It. Yeah. Yeah. And um, whether that's like a relationship or like some, you know, and um, but I think like, yes, back to the men and women. I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I do think there's a little bit more simplicity when it comes to guy relationships. I mean, I even see that with my teenager. It's like, yeah, they're just not complicated. No. And I love, I, I like that. Like I, I envy that. I want that. I remember when we were, this is a little bit of a different circumstance, but when we were talking about doing this podcast, I met with one of my friend's husbands who has a podcast and I was just like picking his brain about like what platform we should use and a mic and all the things. And he was so helpful. And I remember like feeling all this anxiety about starting this podcast. And it was because I was unsure of how it was going to be received. Yeah. Like people would like it. And he was just like, he just, I could just tell he was like, he couldn't even go there. Like he was just like, well, if you like what you're talking about, like (laughs) who cares? Then you just talk about it. And it's and like, he completely was just like, why are you even, I mean, he didn't say this. He was very sweet to me, but I could just tell that he was giving no weight to that whatsoever. And it was like, if you want to talk about that, then you start a podcast and you talk about it, you know? Um, but I think like we as women have been maybe conditioned, maybe it's just, I don't know, but like to get like approval or validation for things 
Whereas I feel like men in general, I don't know that it's that they're more confident than we are, I think, but like, I would venture to say at least like, maybe not, but like entrepreneurial wise, like that started with most men. Right. And like, I think women are starting to like, I don't know why I went into all that, but like women are starting to not overthink that as much like, yeah, you know, lean into that more. I like it. Yeah, for sure. But I get I, it. I, and I was probably the reason why you were overthinking it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, we, we were, I'm, I was nervous just in the exact way that I'm nervous to start homeschooling tomorrow. You know, it's just new yeah, territory that I haven't, it's a new trail I haven't gone down before. And so anyway, yes. um, I read something once online that kind of goes along with this topic and it was, I forget exactly what it was, but it was basically like, if you have a friendship that's, if the foundation of your friendship is talking about others, then you should probably like distant or, you know, not have that friendship. And I, I don't, you know, I, I don't have a lot of those friendships, but I have one in particular that I can think of where like, it just is a common thing that we do when we get together. We are oftentimes bonding over a complaint about work. And that is kind of the basis of our friendship. And it's, I love that friend dearly, but it is probably not a healthy foundation because every time I'm frustrated at work, I'll like text her or, yeah. you know, it, it's based in that. And that's probably not great, but Yeah. And like, again, I mean, this topic isn't to like make people feel terrible about, you know, I think there's a time and a place for it. Like if you felt alone in that and you're feeling these things and don't have anyone to talk to, like that would be hard too. But I think let's be cognizant of how we feel after we process and go through that. Like, are we trying to give each other solutions and be like, okay, we can do it and like be each other's encouragers too. Or are we just like going down in the, to the deep with each other sinking? Yeah. And then also like, if that friend that you decided to vent to, if, if that did leave that room, if it then went elsewhere, like what would be the repercussions of that? How would that make you feel? Like, how would that make the other person, you know, it just, you have to kind of like pause if, it, if you're on automatic that you just start spewing like frustrations, the, it's just a pausing of the mind and um, having that little check-in with yourself before, like, is this constructive, mm-hmm. you know, am I, you know, what is the purpose of what I'm doing? Is there a different way that I could manage the stress or, or whatever way easier said than done? Like, yeah. It is. And I think like, you know, the people close to you also know your heart and know that you're human. And it's not just like you're going around to everybody being like, blah, 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 blah. This is, you know, right. I think we need to be. Oh, safe. I definitely think there are those people though, but hopefully that's not you. <laughs> well, no, um, I, mean, I feel like there's a difference between sharing, like being like, it's been a hard day and all that stuff. Then like constantly throwing stuff on people. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it's a pattern, that's a different story than a one-off like hard day. Right. Yeah. Like, um, anyway. but yeah, yeah I, it's think, just like, I, I think it's so good to, it's good to think about, and it's a challenging one because, and you know, well, you know what else I think was really helpful. Sorry. I don't mean to cut you off Lindsay at all, but I think if you can practice and learn meditation, sitting in silence, sitting with discomfort, sitting with it for a moment, like 
if you can practice that, I swear that's like the most helpful thing for for any feeling that comes up that's less than grand. I feel like meditation helps that so much. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm still bad at that. I feel like hot yoga is meditative for me and that's about the only time I do it. But um, even just like getting your body moving, exercising, doing something different that is productive for our bodies. Like sometimes after I, I'll be stressed out about something and then I'll go work out and I, it just lessens so much that it's not taking the real estate in my body and mind that it was before, you know? Yeah. Um, Or like while you're exercising, you can kind of work through whatever situation and like, yeah, like maybe maybe it's not worth like, I don't know that much. Yeah. Some things are like, some things are just going to be hard and we're going to have to like work through it. And part of that is probably like the first stage is telling somebody and working through it. But, um, yeah, I do think it's just, you know, people are humans and you think like, oh, if I tell one person one thing, it'll stay in the vault and never go anywhere. But the other, the other part of it is like now that person, like you just have to be mindful of who you're telling what, because you don't want other people to have perceptions on, um, your life or your things, your people either, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you could be your husband all the time or something. Like if somebody was venting about their husband all the time to me, I would start to look at him differently. Totally. So so it's like, it becomes, you become a burden, like you're placing a whole vibe. You're giving that person a whole vibe about the other person that may not be accurate at all. It's just that you're only talking about the frustrations. Yeah. And then like that, and that's not, that wouldn't be fair for other people to perceive him differently, but it's like, well, can't help it. (laughs) So I think that's part of it too, is like protecting the people that we love. And like, obviously those are the people sometimes that like, you know, when you're in close relationships, sometimes those are the the ones that you have to work out the kinks with, but, um, I don't know. I think part of like self growth and mindset is learning how to confront those things in a compassionate way with like being loving, you know? Yeah. And we're something else, another bit of advice that I was given once and I really love it. it. And maybe I've said it on here before is to, if you're frustrated with a situation with someone try to look at them in the same light that God would. So like, let's just say your husband has like totally, he forgot Valentine's day. And that's really important to you to receive a dozen roses on Valentine's day. And you're just pissed. (laughs) And so all you can think about is how big of a failure your husband was on that special day. And you're just pissed. This is obviously a silly, silly example and I don't care about Valentine's Day for the record. But then what, what, WWJD, let's just pull it out. WWJD, and, and just try to look at that. And whenever I do that for Seth or for anyone, like I see, I often envision like a small child who just needs love in that moment. Like they're, they've, you know, I, I, it instantly gives me more grace and compassion for people. And I find that I'm able to dismiss whatever selfish frustrations I have 
yeah. and see the bigger picture, see the person that God intended them to be. And then I just have all of this grace. I don't know. For me, that is like the magics, the magic, what are those called? Magic sponge, the magic eraser for like frustration um, is, is practicing that. Yeah. That's good. I would say like a tool for me. I mean, we just talked about it is just like giving it time because I am one of those people that like, if I have conflict in any area of my life, like I want it fixed right then and there. And I want it to be done with so I can move on. And I know people and life doesn't work like that, but the waiting in between is super hard for me. And so in that in between, I find myself, I get like super anxious or like overwhelmed and I just spiral. And so that is like a, that's just a part of my life that I've constantly had to be like, okay, I have to do something productive. I have to figure out a way to like deescalate those feelings. Um, cause it's not fair to expect other people who do take a longer time to process to do that right away. Um, it's also not realistic. Like there's going to be times where we have to wait and we have to be uncomfortable in that waiting. Um, and there's other people that rely on me and I can't just like, you know, fall apart um, up in your bedroom for a day. Yeah, yeah. Like those are, I mean, I, I, yeah, that's a challenge. And so I think like, I don't know, those are times where I'm like, okay, I have to be mindful that not all of us process the same way. Yes, totally. All right. Let's take a quick break and then we will be right back. Okay. We back. Hello. All right. So to wrap this up and to move on and to make this like an awesome mindset learning, right? Because that's why we're all here. Let's kind of talk about different ways that we can work through this in a positive way. Um, Little mindset hack, if you will. So yeah. What you got, Lynn? What do you okay, think? Okay, so I think it's like, say this is something that we're struggling with and we want to get better, right? Like we're trying to grow, evolve, we're trying to be a good friend, um, trying to be a light to our friends. Obviously not perfect, but we're growing. So I think that maybe there are situations like what are we going to do moving forward? So for instance, if you find yourself repeatedly being the person that somebody vents to about something for the 50th time, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. I think I would choose to say, Hey, I feel like this has really been an issue that you're struggling with. Have you ever thought about going to talk to the person if it's with a person or, um, maybe it's time to walk away from X, Y, and Z, or like, if you're like for the job, for example, if it's a job that your friend just seems like so unhappy with and their life is just like they're just not able to find happiness are you going to jump in and just be like I love you but I really encourage you to like either find a way to love it or you need to find something else that you love yeah for sure so like looking for the patterns right so like if it's a one-off just be a, a be a listening ear or maybe you're on the other, maybe you're the giving end, like let it, let your, let your venting fly out that one time. But if you find yourself like then going back to that same friend to talk about the same thing or hearing that other friend talk about the same thing, that's a, that becomes a pattern 
that means there's something bigger that this is now no longer a vent, right? That takes the venting out of it. And now it's a problem, right? Yeah. So then you have to solve that problem and, and solving that problem by continuing to talk about it is not solving the problem. Sorry, but it's (laughs) sorry for that bursting of the bubble, but that's not it. Um, So, right, like encouraging that friend to go to the source, encouraging that friend to find a different job, you know, and, and like, be the friend who, like, if I, I might be frustrated if someone said that to me, but I, but at the end of the day, as an adult, I would be also thankful that that friend recognized that I had something going on that I needed to work on or fix or uh, acknowledge or um, face, you know? Yes. Well, and I think that brings up a good point too. Like, are we giving people in our lives permission to actually speak what they want to speak to us and speak truth to us? Or are we going to like, do we just want to say what we want to say and not be, not hear the rest? Because I think to be honest, not everybody's on like a self growing journey. Um, not that I'm saying that in a self-righteous way, but not everybody's willing to like grow and, and be moldable in that area. So I think it's kind of like, maybe sometimes it's like, Hey, am I like, do you care if I lend advice here? Because this is what I want to tell you to do, or maybe like, you know, with your good friends, hopefully you already have that like unspoken permission to do that. Um, not that everybody always needs advice, but I think like when we start to see patterns with our friends, we want to help them or we want to like encourage them to um, do whatever is going to like put them in a place of happiness or peace. Yeah. I love that. And I think sometimes it's being willing to shut things down. Like I've already heard that before. Like you should go talk to that person. And if you're not willing to do that, like, no, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. I mean, I think, but that brings up a whole other topic of like, you know, do as adults with, with these friendships, maybe some of them lifelong, like, let's say you hypothetically have a friend who's like going down a path that you don't love or approve of, and they're making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. And you say to that friend, like, I, nope, that, nope, we're not, I'm not, I can't be a part of like your abusive relationship or like, you know, I mean, I'm totally making this all up in my head. This is a hypothetical. This is not happening to me, but like, do you distance yourself from that friend then? Or do you still try to be a friend to them? Like that's the, that's hard stuff. Like, do you mean if somebody was like, constantly talking to you about it like like, let's say you have a friend who's in an abusive relationship and she comes to you and she's like I am I'm going to leave I'm leaving tomorrow and then and then tomorrow rolls around and she's like well we talked and he said he would stop and then you know I'm this is again super made up but like and then they just she keeps staying in this place where she's getting and then she keeps coming to you for advice and she's And then, so anyway, I had not this situation, but other situations where I feel like I've spent hours and hours and hours of my time 
helping people through situations and they, at the end of the day, they're not helping themselves. Like, and my initial reaction is to totally walk away from that friendship, but I don't know that that's healthy either. Like, you know, and now I'm bringing up a whole other topic. (laughs) It's definitely (laughs) a different can of worms. And what, I guess if you were going to ask what I would, I mean, that is just an area that's not my expertise. So I would say they need professional help at that point because that's a very scary situation. If but let's talking- just say it's not even about abuse. It's just something okay. like unhappiness or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's like, you know, you can only as a friend to like encourage somebody so much before that gets like very weighty. Yeah. Like you have your own stuff and other people in your life and um you can't carry somebody else's burdens that heavy you know and so I think do you think it's totally fair to say to someone like I don't want to talk about that with you anymore like I mean you could like you could put that boundary up yeah I think I think it's hard for me to I haven't been in that particular situation so it's hard for me to to know what I would say I think it depends on like how much of a time suck and emotional suck it is for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's, and also hard, like hard to watch people that don't want to change though. Like yeah. that's frustrating. That's why I think when it boils down to like, are you venting your frustrations in trying to better yourself or like get better? Or are you venting frustrations all the time yes. because you just want to be stuck? Like it's like a habitual, like, well, it feels it's like, good. it's like that fixed versus growth mindset. It comes back to that again. Like I have a really hard time being friends with people with fixed mindsets. Like I, I just, I just do, I've noticed that about myself and I, and I think it's because they stay, they stay where they are and they're interested in growing or changing. And I, yeah, I don't, I, but at the same time, and I'm not trying to like say, no, I love you. I'm saying, me. I think it's hard for people that have fixed mindsets to be really good friends with people with growth mindsets. Cause they're all, always challenging that person. Probably. And that feels uncomfortable. Probably. A prop, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I all so the I time, think- some, I all the time think I'm too much for people for that exact reason, you know, like. I'm, I'm not saying, you, I, I understand what you're saying. I don't feel like you are, but I, I get what you're saying. Yes. Well, because it's like kind of the, your, um, I love it. Cause it's just like, here, here's what it is. And you're not scared to tell the truth and like how you feel. And I think like, I, while some can find that like incredibly refreshing, that can be intimidating for other people too. And then they don't know how to like navigate that. Yeah. So it's like, Ugh. or, and I think like a, in general, we all are so different. And I think we misunderstand what people are all about. Like, that's what we're trying to do on this podcast is talk about real things, not from like an expert point of view, but like, these are things we all struggle with. And while we're not perfect at it, is there room for us to improve? Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I think it is. Um, but I just thought that notion of like, you know, I used to vent until I realized it went to other rooms. I mean, there's just so much, so much to say about that in general. And just like, um, I guess what it boils down to is like what we think about or what we like, yeah, what we think about, what we put on our mind is 
going to dictate like what we do, how we see things, who we're around, the, um, pa- the paths and the opportunities that open up for you, like all of it. I mean, it's very impactful. Yes. And so I think like, if we can't, if we can control one thing, it is reining our, our mindset in, um, yeah. in trying to like do one different thing a day. It's not, I mean, this mindset shift in general, isn't like, I'm still like far from where I would love to be, you know, but, um, I'm happy about like different shifts that I've made. And I love that we're doing like those 30 day challenges because like, even today I was like, I gotta get my protein in. I actually stopped by my favorite smoothie place. Cause I was going to get a smoothie and they closed down. So I was so bummed. But anyways, I feel like it's like, I'm being mindful about the things that I'm trying to do in little bits so yeah. that five years down the road that will become. Yeah. More sustainable. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I hope that everyone else can find the value in our little girl chats um, because yeah, I, this is something that I struggle with. I find myself, I catch myself often leaving work and coming home and leaving a family event and having to say the things that bothered me afterwards. And that is something that I would like to, to improve on. So I'm glad we could chat about it today. Maybe we need to make, um, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I don't stick with it. It's gratitude journals. Like yes, I need to start, it's the easiest thing. It's like three, yes. even if it was like three things a day, I've never stuck with it. I always try it and then I don't, but don't you think that that that's like the perfect thing? When I do? was, when I was consistently gratitude journaling and meditating in the morning, a game changer, like made so I was not focused on the things that bothered me because I had started my day off sitting in silence, being comfortable, being uncomfortable and focusing on the things that I was thankful for. If you start your day that way, holy smokes, what a game changer. I mean, and I've, I've fallen away from it a little bit. And when Ruby starts school, that's been my, like I've said to myself multiple times, like I'm getting back into my own version of school because it's just so good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start, that's going to be what next month I'm going to do the the gratitude. I'm going to start that. Maybe we can do that. Have we done that as a 30 day challenge yet? I don't think so. Okay. We should do that for September. Next Friday. So that'd be a good good one to start. What the heck? September is next Friday. Yeah. Let's do that for September because it is so powerful. Guys, you know, it also is crazy about September. That's when Chris and I started recording these podcasts for the first time what do you remember the date when is our one-year anniversary well we launched like november 12th around there but we started recording i i I have it in the archives that makes me um, feel so excited but also honestly Lindsay, you know what that brings up for me sorry everyone else is just like getting to hear this and this could be a conversation we have offline but i'll just be vulnerable it also makes me feel pressure when you say that, because you know how we kind of talked about like giving it a year and then like getting sponsors and like doing more things <laughs> with it. Like, holy smokes, we're like there. Like we need to get it together. Do we though? I think we're doing great. 
don't know. Well, you know what? That I'm just proud of us for being consistent. Okay, so our first time we met last year was September 14th. So that was like Uh 10 days ago, you know, like, yeah. So, and then, um, yeah, then we met after that and then we launched it in November. So hopefully, you know, I mean, I know it started off rough, but hopefully you guys have been encouraged or at least like feel that there's other people that are going through the same mindset things as you are. Um, but I do hope you've been encouraged because that's the point of this. Yeah. Um, and stretched just growing with us, but yeah. So I don't know. Let me look to what episode. So this doesn't say I'll have to look at that, but yeah. Yeah. Almost cool. Almost a year. I love it. And I still feel like, I don't know what, you know, it just takes so like, I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing, um, in the podcast, you know, in the podcast world, but definitely feel, I, I actually got invited to be on another podcast. Um, and it made me feel, yeah. And it made me feel so nervous. Like, um, it's he, I don't even know the name of it. I'll have to look and get back to you on that, but he is like a, I think, I think he's a nurse practitioner. He's a nurse practitioner, but he does a lot of like functional medicine stuff. And he wants to have me on to talk about like homesteading. Um, um sweet. I know makes me nervous though, but I'm like, okay, well, and then I was thinking maybe we should have him on our podcast. Like we can trade. Yeah. Yeah. We could. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I want to, oh, I'll tell you later who I want to have on my podcast. That'll be no. on our list. No, tell me now. I want to have Diane Bowden on our podcast. Okay. I bet she yeah. would come on. I, I like following her stuff. Yeah. She has, I'm sure she doesn't mind me. She she just messaged me right now while we're podcasting because she oh. has classical conversations kids and. Oh, she does. Yeah. That's so fun. she's been super helpful. Like I, I guess there's an app. I didn't even know there was an app and she um, like, get to download the app. So I think that's. I mean, I didn't, but I think it's very helpful. Yeah. And she has my dog Maverick. She has his brother. So we could get, I mean, I do not know her personally. I don't know actually how I learned, learned of her from you, but then we have mutual friends and now we're like Instagram friends. I don't really know, but she seems really cool. I love what she has to say. I'd love to have her on. Yeah. She has a, everybody go listen to the minimalist moms podcast because it's awesome, but yes, maybe we can have her on also. Um, Okay, let's wrap it up. I hope, I hope you guys are all enjoying this these back to school vibes. I know I feel the slowing down of life a little bit. Maybe it doesn't feel like that to you if you have kids who are playing sports and in school, but it just feels like the season is making me feel like I want to move slower. Um, and so it's the perfect time to practice like sitting with your discomfort and instead of venting it out, maybe practicing gratitude. And um, yeah. I'm going to work on that same thing. Me too. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye.